What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour podcast. I am Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we will be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. And this week on the show, we're going to be talking about all things social media. This is something that we get asked a lot. A lot of DMs, comments are always about things surrounding social media and it's obviously a very hot topic in the industry, in the world. It's it's something every business is talking about, whether they're in social media, they want to get into it. It's something that's just kind of all over the place. So we're going to break down our thoughts on it this week and answer some questions and, and just kind of just rap about it for a little bit. Yeah. But uh, first things first, what, uh, what do we got here for the, the cocktail? Um, we have a chocolate peanut butter cup martini. It's very delicious. It's pretty good. It's very heavy. It is um, very heavy. It is peanut butter whiskey, chocolate liqueur, and a little bit of heavy cream and some chocolate syrup. I figured it was and nice. And peanut butter whiskey. I said that first. Did you say that? I okay. said that, yes. All right. <laughs> we figured it was a nice holiday treat because we're recording this before Christmas. But Two days be, before Christmas. You'll be listening to this after Christmas, but we're festive right now. Yes. This is definitely a season. winter drink. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very heavy. Mm-hmm. I think you would probably vomit cream. immediately <laughs> if you had this in the middle of the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now, it's it's kind of the perfect perfect uh, martini for this time of year. Yeah. So I'm, pretty, I'm I, pretty excited about it. I've never had peanut butter whiskey before. This is pretty I've never pretty had delightful. a martini. Well, I don't want to lead you astray because I think it. I think a real martini it's is nothing like this. Vodka. I think that's what makes a martini I a martini. It was gin. Oh no, maybe you're right. Maybe it is gin. I know there's olives in it, which oh. seems very very strange. Mm, yeah, real salty. I don't know. You know what? Maybe next week we we'll experiment with like flat martinis. A classic martini. Okay. Well, <laughs> it'll be my week, so um, yeah, we'll we'll see what I come up with. But yeah. So, thank you for the chocolate peanut butter cup martini. You are it's welcome. It's very delicious and a good way to kick off this show. And we're just going to kind of dive right into all things social media here. Yeah. Let's go over it. Just give like a brief overview. Of what we're going to talk about? Of No, we already did that. Oh, we did that. Of yeah. like why social media is so important. It's everywhere. Everyone's connected to it. Yes. It's the You meet somebody and it's the first thing you go check them out. Like on yeah. the internet. Or a business, if you want to do business with somebody, you go look at their their internet presence. So absolutely, yeah, it is uh, what you would say ubiquitous. Is that the right word? I think it is. <laughs> I think it might. Yeah, be. sure. Yeah, I like it's, it. <laughs> it's just it's everywhere. I mean, every business wants to be on social media. It's kind of like the hot topic. Not not just now, but for the last ten years, probably mm-hmm. everybody that's not like fully engaged on it as far as. Uh, a business wants to be more heavily involved in social media. Um, every guru and marketing professional is is all about you got to be on social media. Yeah. And I think that there's there's a lot of different routes that you can go with social media. It's not just like one thing that you have to, you know, be this influencer content creator that's just, you know, focusing all of their efforts on creating content. That's that's not realistic for a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can do that, that's great. Right. You know, the more that you can be out there, the more that you can create stuff, get in front of people's eyes and grab their attention, the better. But it's not realistic for most businesses, especially small businesses. Yeah. I think a lot of businesses see it and think like, oh, that's easy. You just post a picture. <laughs> like I'm doing things. I can post a picture every day, but it's a huge undertaking Yeah, and to do all that. It's also it consistent. It's also changed, I think, so much, obviously, over the last like 10 years. Um, 10 years ago, social media was relatively new. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of like the wild, wild west. And there was a lot of like these steadfast rules that you hear, like you have to post every day. It almost doesn't even matter what it is. You just have right. to post every day around the same time. And I still see a lot of especially small businesses and you can almost tell that they are hiring this out or they're putting somebody uh, in their office in charge of this. And they're just putting up kind of like nonsense yeah. every day just mm-hmm. for that 
post every day, it's going to get out there. Right. And I think one thing that people don't think about is that you're not going to outsmart this algorithm. You know, everybody yeah. wants to like say, what do I need to do to appease the algorithm? You, you're not going to do that. It's so advanced that it's not even worth thinking about it. The days of just post every day, be consistent to get out there. Those days don't exist anymore. Right. The algorithm is designed to figure out what your target audience wants to see. Yeah. And it's really, really good at that. And if what you're posting is actually engaging. Exactly. If it like if it's not actually good content, it's just like dead on arrival. You're not going to go anywhere with it. And it's going to rank you as, okay, every time this account posts, it's something very uninteresting. So <laughs> it, it's just digging you a deeper hole. Yes. And... So at the end of the day, I think like when it comes to that algorithm conversation, the thing that you need to do is just forget about that word completely. Just think about what if an actual human was watching this? Would they want to see this or not? Yeah, because that's, that's a good way to put it. That's the goal of the yeah. algorithm. And the algorithm is so, so advanced that you can't trick it. There's no more of that. Yeah. That was 10, 15 years ago, but it's not anymore. Yeah. Think of your end user and what they actually want to see and create yeah. content around that. And then your following will grow organically from there. Yeah, because organic growth is like the, it's it's the thing that everybody wants. And more and more, it's so hard to get that because mm -hmm. everything is so saturated. It's everybody's on social media, almost no matter what trade you're in or what industry you're in. It's just flooded with content. So I think if you're looking for organic reach and organic engagement, you have to almost be like a full-time content creator. Like you have to really be sitting there analyzing all the videos that you make, all the pictures that you post, see what's performing well, see what's not, mm -hmm. and like adapt around that because otherwise there's just so many people that are doing that that you kind of can't get that organic reach. Right. Yeah. And that's a good segue into like the two ways, like every business should have social media at this point. It's necessary. Yeah. People are go, if you're going to do business with anybody, the first thing you're going to do is Google them. That's just the way the world works now. So you need to exist on the internet in some capacity. So you can either take the passive route where you're just putting things up there and then people can view your feeds as a portfolio of things that you've done in which case you're not really trying to get likes or follows or whatever. You're just posting things as a standalone portfolio. Yeah. Or you can get into the more targeted content where you're purposefully creating content to grow your audience. Yeah. Which both ways yeah. are fine. Depends on what kind of manpower you have and how yep. much time and effort you're willing to put into it. Because it is time consuming. It's incredibly time consuming to active to be active on the internet all the time it's super time consuming yeah and that that's such a great point that there there are like those two different routes that you can go because any legitimate business needs to have an internet presence yeah that doesn't mean that you have to be getting all of your leads through that social media because mm -hmm. that can be pretty difficult like if you're not getting that huge organic reach it can be hard to get all of your leads through social media like you still might be getting it Word of mouth, yeah, which a lot of people say, but word of mouth isn't what it was, you know, 20 years ago. It's not like, here's this guy's cell phone number or lady's cell phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Call this person. It's yeah. like, okay, here is this person's business name. Then that person's going to Google them or look them up on Instagram, look them up on Facebook and try to get more information about them. So the whole industry and, and even the most basic thing like word of mouth marketing is not the same as it used to be. So you need to have something that when people hear it from a friend or from a relative that they can go and look and see that you're there, see that you're legitimate and mm -hmm. see hopefully a bunch of really nice pictures or videos or um, introducing yourself to them so that once they finally make that first contact, they feel like they kind of know who you are. They know a little bit about you. They've yeah. seen your work. So that's one way to go about yeah. it. Just And kind of to go off that point, if you don't have a social media 
if you're like, let's say you're in our industry and you're trying to get clients that way. If you don't have a social media presence, you look like. You look like, like you're going to steal you're, people's yeah, money. You you're look, gonna be at gone. this point in like the way of the world, you yeah. look like sketchy if you don't have some yeah. sort of something to show people. Like it, you kind of look like a sketch ball. Yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> and no offense, you probably are. <laughs> you might be a sketch ball. You might be a sketch ball. We uh, don't know. There's no, I, yeah. I can't see any pictures. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. You could just be gone and, you know, there's no, no way to trace you or anything like that. And that's, that's such an important thing. So just like. If you if you are not worried about getting, you know, leads through your social media or becoming an influencer or, you know, becoming a content creator, that is a hundred percent fine. And it and that's a lot of work. So that's not the route for everybody to go. But you mm-hmm. need to have something there because eventually, no matter where people find you, they're gonna eventually go to social media to find out more about you. So just look at it like this is kind of your new website. Yeah. You need to treat it like a portfolio where you mm-hmm. look professional, you know, and you can use that to funnel them to your website and then they can fill out a contact form from there, but you need to be on there. Yes. Like bar none, you need to have a social media presence at the very least just as a portfolio so that people can find you. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's the other route yes. where you put a ton of time and effort and you throw money at it and you really yes. try to be targeted with your content. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's kind of like a couple different, I guess, kind of segments of this portion of it where it is you're super active on social media. You're creating content. You're making videos. You're purposefully, you know, uh, taking pictures of certain things to tell a story about who your brand is, who your company is, and mm-hmm. telling that to a very specific demographic of potential client. Yeah. So there's a lot of work that needs to go into that portion of it. And there are like the small businesses like us who put a ton of time and effort into that, mm-hmm. which is that has to be a super core part of our business because... There's only a total of six of us. Two of us are spending a lot of time <laughs> in the van working on creating content. So yes. it's become a very core part of our business. And we'll get into like what exactly that means a little bit later. Um, but then there's larger companies where they can have somebody dedicated on payroll, on salary that is just, you know, creating that content to tell the story about your brand to your potential client. And mm-hmm. For like medium-sized businesses, I think it is such a critical position to have because one person can create content to keep 10 crews busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're ciphering through our inquiry mailbox. How many, how many jobs could we potentially do if we had, you know, if employees or crews weren't a problem, how many like really super good leads are we getting despite all of our efforts to kind of like, <laughs> you know, not get people to email us unless they're <laughs> super, super targeted and interested. Yeah. We could at least do a hundred jobs a year. Yeah. Like really. Easily. Yeah. And still that's like targeting those really high end clients. Yes. So I think that's something to, to really consider for a little bit of a larger business mm-hmm. um, that, that, output of resources towards somebody that's just going to be dedicated to, you know, making videos and posting on social media and really taking the time to analyze what's working, who your target client is and how to reach them is super important. Yeah. And I think if you're, if you are a business that's thinking about kind of launching a social media presence or, or even just revamping kind of what you already have going on, just like, it's really important to think of how you want to appear on the internet too, because it's a highlight reel. You have, you have complete control of what you put on the internet. So really think of it kind of like not, I'm not saying like map out every single piece of content that you're going to create, but kind of think about like as a whole currently, how are we appearing on the internet? How are people, if someone's brand new and they have brand new eyes and they're going to find us, how are they going to view us? Like kind of come up with a plan that's really targeted. Yeah to those clients that you want to get. If you like, we go to 
like our audience is kind of at this point, like higher end clients Mm -hmm. who trust us with design and all that kind of stuff. And like today we made a design choice on the fly and the client was like, whatever, I trust you. (laughs) (laughs) So if that's your audience, think of like what they want to see from your social media. And it's kind of a great opportunity to just come across how you want to come across. And you can, you're curating that story about your brand. You have something like a website where you kind of have this very finite period of time to tell exactly the story you want to tell to your client. Whereas social media is kind of the opposite. It's, you're telling a tiny piece of that story every day, every week, whatever, over a very long period of time. And one of the best things that I've found is we want to find people like before the sales funnel even exists. Like Mm -hmm. we don't want to, you know, put a lot of money into something like Google ads where people are looking for, I want to hire a deck builder. I want to get a deck built right now Mm -hmm. because then you have this very short period of time to like differentiate yourself from these other companies where if you can just get these people to like follow you, you get people that, you know, they might think eventually I want a cool backyard or whatever. And if you get them to follow you for one, two, three years, and they keep seeing that story being told by the time they're ready to buy, it's, they're not shopping around. They're like, this is the company I want. Like, yeah, I don't care what it costs. This is the company I want. I trust them. I've seen everything that they've built. So I think it's just a totally different way of getting a client. You're not getting them at the point of sale, like where they're ready to buy. I think that's just too competitive for high volume businesses. Mm -hmm. If you have the Google ads figured out and you have, you know, your ad spend figured out, that could work for you. But I think to get the best clients, our strategy works so well. Yeah. Because most of our clients have been following us for at least a year and then they're willing to wait nine months, a year, 18 months before we build their project. (laughs) So we know that these clients like want us to build it. Yeah. And then we just have to back it up by building something really sweet. Yeah. And you build trust that way. If you, if you're just paying for ads the whole time, you're only going to appear to people as a commercial. If you get this social media following, they trust you and they believe in you, the person, not just some blurb they saw and they're like, okay, I guess, I don't know. I've seen his blurb a bunch. I should trust him. Like they actually get to know people and they get to know your company and how you do things and And how how you design. Exactly. Yeah, and there's there's so many different ways that you can come across on social media because at the end of the day, every business is different. So your story that you're telling should be based around your business. So you have mm-hmm. a unique story to tell your unique client. The clients that hire us aren't you know perfect clients for everybody else. They're perfect clients right. for us because they love our style. Mm-hmm. And we tell a consistent story over a long period of time. That's why we get some hate on, on some of our uh, posts. Like, why don't you, you know, why don't you do a, an Italian villa style project? And it's like, that's, yeah, that's like why would we? Branding that's right. 101. Like, yeah. We stick to what style. we do. Yeah. And it attracts a certain type of client mm-hmm. and it's a unique style. It's a unique product. And those clients that are attracted to that, like some, some people might look at that and be like, I hate this work. It looks Mm -hmm. horrible. It's too modern. I want, you know, white lattice and that's perfect. There's another company out that's going to be perfect for that client. Yeah. But we want to create a unique identity to attract a unique client where that client can't find that exact thing that they find in us, you know, somewhere else. It's not just, we're not trying to appeal, appeal to everybody. We're just trying to be ourselves, tell our unique story and find those clients that want us to, you know, build a project for them. Yeah, definitely. And it definitely is, if you have this huge backlog of content, it's like a great way to just show them exactly what you're about Yeah. in like a natural way. Yeah, because sure. you're not, there isn't this um, priority on telling your whole story right off the bat. You have to you have to understand your own business and and what your story is. What's your unique yeah. thing about your business that you can tell? And then just look at it. Like you're just telling a small piece of that story with each post. 
Yeah. So make sure it's consistent in that manner. Yeah. But you're not trying to, you know, have a full sales funnel in each caption. Like, like this, go to our website, find yeah. out how we can solve those problems for you. And, you know, that's, that's just not how it works. Yeah. And that uh, when we create any of our content, I think that's a, that's a great point. Like, we look at it like, is this going to come off too commercially? Because that's not what our intention is. Like, if we really think about the target or the content that you're creating and then kind of, like we said earlier, think about the end user and how they're going to see it. Yeah. So you don't want to come across to, you know. Yeah. Well, like, we're a... <laughs> yeah, you don't want to look like a flyer that's like hanging on somebody's door. Like, yeah, we're the we build the nicest decks in yeah. the world and number one deck us. builder in yeah. the USA. Call us today. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like we we want, and at the end of the day, like we can't build for that many people. I mean, how many leads do we get a week? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't look at that <laughs> inbox anymore at all. It's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's way too many. It's <laughs> And that's after every effort on our part to like get our the leads books are closed. super, <laughs> super um, qualified before yes. they email us. Like it's really, really hard to find our phone number online purposefully because <laughs> we want people to go to our website first, read about us. They'll see on there that we're booked out for next year. We're not even talking to potential clients until at some undetermined point next year. <laughs> but we still get so many emails. So yes. we don't need to appeal to every client. We're already booked up enough. We're yeah. happy with the the route that we're going with our business. And, you know, we're we're trying to tell a unique story. And our story is that we are kind of exclusive. We only do a certain amount of projects. We yeah. have a very unique style. And if you if that, you know, kind of vibes with you we're going to be a great fit. If you're willing to give up some creative freedom to me, we're definitely going to be a great fit. And you know, yeah, that's part of that story. They've seen everything that we've built over the last couple of years. Cause we post it all on social media. You get that trust. Yeah. Like I, I can't remember a project that I didn't like that they built because they're all very, you know, they have that same look to it. You get that trust that people are willing to spend more money because at the end of the day, that peace of mind that, whether you're spending 50000 or 80000 it's still a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of clients would rather spend eighty, knowing that they're going to get something that they really love rather than take a gamble on somebody at 50. It's like, oh, maybe it'll turn out really great and it'll blow me away and I'll save thirty grand. Most clients are willing to spend that extra money for that peace of mind to know I've seen everything that they've done. I love it. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt that it's going to turn out awesome. And yeah. that's the client that we're trying to attract. Yeah. And another little tidbit I like to put in there is in order to build trust, like people are going to look at your portfolio and they're going to love that thing that you created, whether it's a mm-hmm. deck or you're a siding company or whatever you do. But put your face in there. I think that yeah. that's, that's like my number one social media tip to anybody. People, it's like psychological like Warfare. targeting <laughs> people like to see other people's faces. So I, you can look at a company and you're like, Oh wow, they do great work, but they have no, you know, you're, you could just walk down the street and they'd have no idea who you are. So yeah. put your face in your social media, let people get to know you as a person. Yeah. And I, it will go over so well. People love to see other people's faces. I'm not saying like put your, put a selfie in every single one of your pictures. Like, Hey, this is me. And this is my siding, but mostly my face. <laughs> but like talk, like if you're on Instagram, talk on the stories, yep. tell people what you're doing, tell people how passionate you are about what you're doing. Talk about it. Let people see what you've created and how passionate you are about this thing that you've created. It's like, it goes so far for people to see yeah. people's faces. I, I'm almost kind of at a point if I see a, in, an Instagram feed and it's just projects i'm like boring i don't like it (laughs) yeah it could be cool what you're building is cool but like i i don't know you so it's that isn't that's like my number one tip i just show your face (laughs) that is that is a really good point and it's something that like you've stressed that from the beginning with me like Mm -hmm. you have to like i just think we've been doing this social media thing for a long time. Like everybody knows me, everybody knows my face, but we're getting new followers all the time. Mm -hmm. that might not know me. So like you need to 
be cognizant of that. Like not everybody knows who you are. You need to continually be retelling those, those important parts of the story. Yes. One of them is who is the face of this brand? Mm -hmm. And as it's currently constructed, that's kind of me. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a little bit everybody, but you know, it's mostly you, but yeah. yeah. So (laughs) it's important to consistently be out there and, you know, show your face and in this day and age with just how leery of kind of like everything people are, if you put your face out there, it just gives you a little bit more legitimacy. Like, yes. okay, this is a real person. This is a real company. Yes. They're not just going to like, you know, it's not USA Dex and <laughs> the next day it's, they're gone. And there's a new <laughs> company called America Dex and nobody knows who owns yes. it and you know, going back to that sketchball thing, you don't want to appear as a sketchball. You yeah. let people see your face, and you are your own brand, and you're selling what you're doing. That yeah. that goes really, really far. I think, if nothing else, that's like a really good thing to think. Do I look like a sketchball <laughs> on social media? Yeah, because there are a lot of sketchballs in the trades, in um, construction, in general contracting. It's just kind of. I yeah, mean, there's, there's sketchballs everywhere. A, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. We get a but bad I, rap for it. Yes, I would say. So there are definitely go above and beyond to not look like a sketchball <laughs> and look like a legitimate company that if you were the end client, that you would hire yourself and trust them fully and give over, you know, a whole bunch of money for a big project. Yeah. It, I, it goes a long way. You will not regret it, it I swear. <laughs> and it, it really, really does. I think it's it's also a good point that we do a lot of stuff on social media. It's probably 50 to 75% of my job is just like editing videos and shooting videos. And it's still something that I, I didn't really think about too much until you're like, all right, we haven't done a video or a picture with your face in it in a while. Mm-hmm. Let's do that because yeah. you're constantly getting new followers or people that just aren't super engaged that don't know a lot about you. So you need to make sure that that's pretty consistent. That Yeah. You're, you're telling that important part of your brand story on a consistent basis. And one yeah. of the most important things there is, you know, who is the face of that brand? This person. Yeah. And if people aren't going to see every single one of your posts, like you're going to have, like, let's say you've already got like a small following or, you know, you're trying to grow yeah. your following. Your followers aren't even going to see everything that you post. And you're, if your aim is to get new people, then they're not going to know who you are. So yeah. You kind of have to look at each piece of content or kind of your groupings of content. Like, will new people know who I am or is my old or my, will my old, will my following people be like, what even is this? Who is this? Like, I don't, (laughs) you know, you have to kind of think of it. I try, I try to keep that in perspective when you, cause we have such a follow, we do YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, we're everywhere. And each, each social media platform has their own following. So these are, You know, we have half a million eyes on us that are all seeing different pieces of a puzzle. And to us, we're like, we see everything. So we're like, oh, of course this makes total sense. But like to somebody who's only seeing one piece of this puzzle, they're going to be like, well, what is it? So make sure you have to make sure that you're staying consistent and you're showing people who you are, what you do and creating content that kind of gives a whole picture to people. That that's another good point that I hadn't really thought about just like we're on a bunch of different platforms and it's like, yeah, we see all the content that we're putting everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, your instinct is to just think, yeah, everybody is seeing everything that we put out there. Cause why wouldn't they? It's yeah. so cool. They should definitely just <laughs> they should make see everything. Sure. They should follow us on everything and yeah. watch everything. But that's obviously not the case. <laughs> and that's just like an important, you know, kind of tidbit to like have in your mind as you're going through your, your content strategy. Like, mm-hmm okay, we need to make sure that we're touching on this part of the story, even though it's, you know, maybe a boring part or a part that you don't like to do, like put your face out there. It's an important part of it. And you need to make sure that, you know, consistently you're kind of peppering that into your content strategy and showing your face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with that, with showing your face, you do have to like get a little bit of a tough skin because the internet can be (laughs) a difficult place to exist. But it is. It's, it's part for the course at this point. You just got to have a tough skin and know that. My my advice for that <laughs> is, because I, I do hear people, I mean, 
I don't know if we're like an anomaly that we get like so many haters on <laughs> on stuff, but um, I just I think most of the time it's really funny. I I like, think it's hilarious. I do not like yeah. my and at the end of the day, it's driving. Uh, it's driving engagement, yes. which is great if you're a <laughs> so content I love creator. A hater. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and like, I don't know for whatever reason, I'm just like, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Like, and I'm not that like tough. Like I don't have that thick of skin, <laughs> but like, it's just, it's an internet hater and it's just, you know, it's just funny. Yeah. And most of the time the stuff they say is hilarious <laughs> and we've turned like our YouTube haters into a, like a, you know, somewhat frequent segment on Instagram <laughs> where it's like, you know, these haters comment something ridiculous. Yeah. I'll respond with something like that's super positive <laughs> and like. Pretend like I don't know that they're making fun of me. <laughs> and it's great content. It's yeah. hilarious. And, but you do have to keep that in mind. Like, if you're yeah. very sensitive, people are just going to say like such mean things and like horrible things. Yeah. Yeah. When the, and it depends like on which app too. Like, TikTok people are absolutely brutal. Yeah. Like, we posted something the other day and it was mostly getting like overwhelmingly positive comments and we were like what is yeah. happening but instagram is more con- like uh i think more people have instagram so it's more connected to individuals lives so usually people are pretty nice on instagram yeah. cuz you can go back and look at their instagram and yeah see who they are but tiktok's just man tiktok's a wild brutal. place it's Brutal. so fun, though. We do get the best hater comments on TikTok. It's hilarious. Sure. It it's really is. It's so funny. And sometimes it's like, yeah, it's a good point. Like, that was... <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody... We did look down when we did that. That's pretty funny. In one of our recent YouTube videos, um, our new employee, Tom, thought I couldn't do 50 push-ups in, uh, <laughs> in a row. I ended up only doing 44 and a half, but... <laughs> I did in our YouTube video, guess how many push-ups I did. I sped it up really fast, so it would be really, really hard to count, and you could win a T-shirt. And somebody said, I put a tape measure down, so my chest would have to hit the tape measure, which I thought was pretty legit. Yeah. But then they said, zero push-ups, your chest didn't hit the ground, it hit the tape measure. And I was like, <laughs> kind of respect your attitude. <laughs> like, I kind of respect yeah. it. I ain't mad about it. That's, that's pretty legit. So... Definitely need to have some some thick skin, yeah. If you want to be out on social media, so let's let's get into like what that kind of like second area is, where like if you want to be a content creator, if you want to um, really make that like a very integral part of your business, especially yeah. if you're a small business, like if you're a small business like we are, and you want to be that involved in content creation. If you just have a passion for it or you have a big ego and you want people to think you're cool, <laughs> whatever your reasoning is, you need to, at the end of the day, make revenue from it if you're yes. a small business. Yeah. Because no matter, you know, we, we reached a point probably two years ago where it was a tipping point. Like we could have stayed at the point that we were at, had enough leads to keep us super busy, even good qualified leads and stayed with that same content strategy but then we decided let's go into youtube let's you know now we're trying to do two instagram videos a day and i'm having an absolute Mm -hmm. blast with it i have so much fun making the videos um it constantly pushes us to do new things but if you're a small business like we are you have to have revenue created from that content yeah so that should part we, is important. Should we get into some of the some of the content opportunities um, for revenue? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's people want to know that they do. Instagram doesn't nosy. just pay you, unfortunately. Well, they do now. Well, for things like re- I'm just With saying, real, like it's not bonuses. like Instagram goes into your DMs and they're like, "You look cool. Let's give you money." It's yeah. like so. Let's break down some of the different yeah. ways if you want to be a content creator. I like to call it a content creator because like that is that's like, you know, such a huge part of it. You're just like constantly thinking about creating different types of videos. And for me, it it stimulates that creative part of me and I love it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some people call it influencer. Yeah. People think that's a a dirty word and (laughs) and a bad word. I like to say content creator because that's at the end of the day, we're trying to create engaging videos and we're kind of, 
I like to look at it. We're, we're just really at the beginning of, of our journey into content creation. Yes. Um, we're really just starting to like really analyze it more and put more effort into it mm-hmm. and not just put up, you know, kind of more happenstance type of content. We're really trying to see what works, try to try to get deeper into the stuff that does. Right. So a couple different ways that you can make money off of this. Let's go. Over yes. Them. Yeah. Let's get into it. So number one, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, you can make money off of Google ads. Google yeah. AdWords will pay you. Um, we have, we've developed our content into, to a point where we're making good revenue off of it. Yeah. Where it's. I feel like we can make a whole nother like podcast on YouTube. Yeah. And like how and strategies, strategies about that. Cause YouTube that's, is a, a whole nother beast. Yeah, for sure. The type of content's so different. So yes, we'll just touch on that a yeah, little yeah. bit in this one. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm just saying um, that, that it's like YouTube, a lot that goes into it. A lot. YouTube and is. we still have so much to learn about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We should get like a guru so we can learn from Ooh, them on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that is like the most um, kind of upfront one. There is a big opportunity to make money yeah. off of Google AdWords. Um, we've had months where we've, and to just our, our best month, um, a lot of people are kind of, you know, keep this stuff close to the chest, but I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. Our best, our best month, $12,000 on Google AdWords. Yeah. Which is a, it's a lot of money. If we we're making $12,000 every month, that would be really, 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 yeah. really good. Yeah. The problem is we're not making that every <laughs> month. And th- yeah, that's the thing about YouTube. It's really inconsistent. Yep. And it's all about how it's, there's a whole science to it, but yeah. it, it matters like how you keyword things, what genre you fit into, how niche you are with your videos. It's a yep. whole, there's a whole science to it. And, and that goes into the structure of how you get paid for these kind of payments. Yeah. And like an Instagram video, it might take maybe maybe 20 minutes if I'm editing it on the computer and, and doing it in Final Cut. It might take me 20 minutes to edit like a 30-second uh, Instagram video. A YouTube video, it could take me six, eight, sometimes like 10 hours. Yeah. It's really, really, really a lot of work. It cuts down on our productivity on the job site and... Like I said, if we were making $12,000 every month, that would be amazing and it would 100% be worth it all the time. We're still at a point where it's worth it. You know, we're, we're making good revenue off of it, but nothing, it's not $12,000 every month. Yeah. And it takes so much work. Yes. It is, it, <laughs> I really can't stress enough how much work it is it's to very film the stuff. Consuming. You have to be thinking about it all the time, making sure you're getting every part of the job, make sure you are, um, you know, staying on a consistent schedule with uploading, <laughs> editing it. Yeah. It's so much work. So it's don't a full time job in itself. hundred sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we almost have two people working on content at least half the day. Yeah. So it's, sure. it's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, where are we at? Where but are we at time wise here? I think we're about, we're about halfway. No, we got about twenty more minutes left okay. in our hour, in our happy hour. Because we do have we do have some calls to get to. So yeah. Um, no, I think that was a good train you were going on though. Like yeah. how to make money. Yeah. YouTube is tough when it comes to things like Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Um, I I hate to say it, but I think Facebook's kind of going by the wayside. But oh, still important. I disagree. It's very important. It is I very disagree. important. You think so? I do. I do. <laughs> and okay. We haven't really okay. Talked, we haven't really talked about this much yeah this is this is one of the things that you know we we've been focusing a lot on youtube on instagram on tiktok recently Mm -hmm. you can't focus on everything like super focused all the time so we're trying to it's been four months that that we've been you know working together and really trying to like accelerate our content growth but i really do feel like facebook is here to stay facebook videos facebook watch yeah. I kind of look at it like try to kind of see where they're putting a lot of focus. Yeah. Um I that I do agree with that and I think that like with their whole new meta thing, I think that they're working towards a revamp and I I hope that it goes well. It just doesn't seem like the younger generations are kind of, are getting into that. 
Yeah, but those boomers, they watch a lot of <laughs> Facebook. Oh, yeah, so that's, that they is true. It. So if you're, like I said before, all, like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, <laughs> they all have very different audiences. So yes. if you're trying to hit that boomer audience, you yeah. got to be all over Facebook. Yep. That is for sure true. That's where the boomers are. <laughs> so yeah, if you have some business where you're, you know, some sort of snake oil salesman, because boomers, are, they don't know what's going on, on the internet. It's like, <laughs> they have no clue what's going on. They just... They love it. They believe everything that they see on the internet. So be a trustworthy person. Don't take advantage of the boomers out there. We all have parents and our parents are boomers. But um, one thing that, that I've kind of realized recently, um, Instagram just rolled out, you know, these bonuses for yeah. uh, reels. Like, you know, they'll do a, uh, a 30-day period where, you can uh, apply for these bonuses, and yeah. if you get a certain amount of views, the top uh, the top amount of money is thirty five thousand dollars. But you have to get fifty eight million views in that period, which is per a lot. month, right? Per month, yeah. yeah. So that's a lot. We we haven't Wait, gotten yeah. anywhere near that yet, but I think it's almost a signal because bef- previously, like YouTube was really the only one where. You know, if you didn't have like sponsorships, like that was the spot where you can actually make money. Like that website mm-hmm. will pay you money because they're showing ads. And just recently, you're seeing a lot more, you know, Instagram, Facebook, even TikTok starting to incentivize creators because at the end of the day, yeah. all of these platforms rely on the creators. And the more they can incentivize them by essentially paying them and giving them a, an avenue to make a living off of, they're going to have better content. They're going to have more people returning to their platform to watch stuff. Yeah. And with just these recent rollouts, you see that I think it's going that way that these these social media companies, they're kind of all battling each other in a sense, and they're going to have to incentivize creators to create really good content on their platform. So Yeah. And that's kind of a, that's kind of a good tip. Like, keep an eye on what they are pushing because if yeah. if you get in early, they're gonna push your stuff. Like, um, YouTube is really <laughs> Sean just poured Have himself a new drink. Chocolate martini, <laughs> chocolate peanut butter. Um, YouTube is really pushing their YouTube Shorts right now, and that's kind of their equivalent to Instagram Stories or TikTok. So we've kind of been trying, like, oh hey, what what can we throw over there to see what what kind of works and what doesn't over there. Which I, which I hate, by the way. You hate I, YouTube Shorts? I hate YouTube Shorts because YouTube was, like, the one platform where it's, like... Because you can, you can kind of, like... You can kind of, like, fake it without being, like, really putting a lot of effort into content creation on Instagram. At least you could before. That's kind of changing a bit. But, like, to make long-format content on YouTube is, is just... It's so different from Facebook, from Instagram, from TikTok. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I love about it. Like, there's no other place on the internet where our average watch time is, like, about four. Overall, it's about four minutes. On, our like, mm-hmm. our vlog-type uh, content, it's, like, almost six minutes. Like, there's nowhere else on the internet where you can hold someone's attention for six minutes. For sure. So, that's why I love YouTube so much because... It's such a valuable platform because everywhere else, the average view, there's a lot of differing um, opinions on this, but the consensus is the average video view on Instagram is about eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas our average <laughs> our average view on YouTube is almost, well, for our vlog type of stuff, is almost six minutes. Yeah. Which is insane. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it really, it's it is crazy to think about. And if you look at the numbers of like how, how long people have watched the YouTube videos as a whole, it's like yeah. staggering. Those we, numbers, YouTube numbers are staggering. We didn't even talk. Did you see the 2021? Yeah. Analytics? Amazing. People watched our <laughs> videos on YouTube for about 68 and a half million was it minutes or hours? I forget, but it ended up. <laughs> That's a huge difference. A humongous difference. But 16. it was minutes. It was definitely, it had to yeah, be Yeah, I think it was minutes. But, but whatever still. it was, it ended up being, it was about 129 years. Yeah. That's, and that's amazing. Worth of viewing 
our so, stuff yeah. about backyards, which is just so think about that. If you're trying insane. trying to sell something or yourself or whatever, your thing is yep. having eyes on you for that long is really that goes so far. It really does. And but as we're talking, sorry, go ahead. You can finish your one thought. one more thing. So the the other way that you can create revenue off of social media, if you want to go that content creator route and you really have to like, you can't fake it and be like, oh, I have a thousand followers and, you know, I think it's worth this to this company and they should give me free stuff or whatever. It's not like that anymore. There's so yeah. much competition. Like you have to dedicate your business around content creation mm -hmm. to, to appeal to these companies. But the one thing that I'll say is, you know, most of the clients that we work for, they're, it's a pretty high end client. You know, they might live in a million dollar house or whatever. A lot of, in the, in the construction industry, a lot of these big companies, they're not million dollar companies. They're multi-billion dollar companies. So with multi, multi-million dollar marketing budgets. Yeah. So if you can, if you can really dedicate yourself to creating unique content and at the end of the day, it's all about how many eyes are on it and how much attention you're garnering for your content, that's appealing to these larger, you know, manufacturers. So that's yes. the other route that you can go. And um, it's all about how much you put into it at the end of the day. Yeah. And I guess how good you are at it because, you know. Yeah. I think social media to a lot of people um, seems like this abstract content because you are, you are putting, like for me, I spend at least half of my time on social media and there is no way to calculate. Like I am putting... X, Y, and Z into this, and I am getting X, Y, and Z in revenue in return. There, you don't. It's not like yeah. a one for one pay. Yeah. So I think that a lot of people look at it like, why would I put that much time and effort into social media when I'm not like seeing a direct return from it? You kind of have to look at it like that. Like think of all of the opportunities that would come from it yep. in other realms, not just like, okay, why? I mean, I'm putting all this content on Instagram, and Instagram's not paying me, so yeah. like think about it in a more abstract content of how you can either get leads or get sponsorships or get yep. revenue from other areas. Yeah, and that that's such a good point because I feel like a lot of like, in a, in a lot of senses, like I'm not like an astute business person. Like I don't like live and die by the numbers like a lot mm -hmm. of people do, which I'm not saying is not important for certain types of businesses, and I have a lot of friends that, that run these super successful businesses. They make their money in different ways. I'm like a live and die by the vision type of person. Yeah. And like diving <laughs> into social media, like for a while, it's not going to pay off. No. <laughs> so you have to have that vision and you're going to live and die by that. But yeah, I think if you believe in it enough and you see the opportunities, like just like in our first episode, think outside the box. Yeah. There's, there's very, 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 very big companies that make a lot of money, that spend a lot of money on advertising, that aren't spending that on magazines anymore, that aren't spending it on, you know, yeah. whatever they used to spend it on. Billboards, commercials. Billboards, yeah. Nobody's doing that anymore. They're putting exactly. it into social media, into, social into media content. Stuff. And there's a lot of, even not the huge businesses, there's a lot of smaller businesses that their biggest problem with marketing is having content to share to market around. Yes. So there's a lot of opportunities out there. It's not right for everybody. I wouldn't recommend going that route unless you just love making videos because it's going to be a long road. You're not going to see a payoff day one. But mm -hmm. if you do love creating content and you love building unique stuff, there are opportunities out there. Um, Yes. Let's I did want to oh. oh no, you go. I you go. Well, we did get a good a really good question from our buddies over at Cascade Fence and Deck. Yeah. Um they asked where do we think that social media is going to be in 5 years and if it's going to be essential to recruiting and everything like that. Yeah, I think I think as far as recruiting, I think it's essential right now. Like, well, well, that is true. But do yeah. we think that it's going to only get only grow from here? I do. I think that it's just going to become more. Yeah. But intrinsic. I, th I think. I think there's a couple different ways to look at it, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day. 
if you're a larger company that that has you know, not even that has high turnover, but you know has a need for a lot of labor or a lot of employees, you have to be doing everything that you can to always be recruiting, to always be trying to find the best talent. Even if yeah. you're a small company, I mean, you know, we're not trying to just hire like you know some random person with a pulse. <laughs> we want somebody that's going to help us grow in our unique way. Yeah, and that all happens from getting yourself out there and making a case that this is a career that you'll want to, you know, that you'll want to come to have fun. And also there's opportunities to grow and that there's, you know, it's not just a dead end job. There's a vision for how you can grow within this company. So I think, I think it's super important now. And that, that, that line of thinking has always been the case it's always been the same thing. Social media is just another avenue for recruiting. And it's just yeah. another way to tell that story of, hey, we're a great company. We're going places. It's fun to work here. Um, we have great opportunities. We pay well, benefits, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's how, I mean, we only have six people, but it's already it's already at the point where we are what our employees are. Yeah. Like, once it gets beyond like two or three people, you're counting on your employees to grow your business. And that's, especially when you get to 10, 15, 20, 100 employees, you need to be attracting the best people that are out there. And that is going to happen from putting yourself out there and making yeah. it look like an opportunity <laughs> that people want, you know, want to be a part of. Yeah. And I will say as of like, Part of like we recently were going through the recruiting process when we hired Tom and going through application like we were going through applications and it was fun. We we got to choose and because people wanted to be a part of like this thing that we've created and I have been part of like hiring processes at other companies and it's not always like that. If you have to convince people (laughs) why you should like, please work here. Like we swear it's great. Like. Yeah. That's a, that's an uphill battle to climb, but it's a good position to be in when you can be like, look, yeah. we have fun here. We do, you know, you can see what a day in the life of Premier Outdoor Living <laughs> yeah. is because it's all over the internet. Like, yeah. that's it is a good place to be in. And I think maybe social media, like, each app is going to change and some new version of whatever is going to come out and we all yeah. have to adapt to that. But I do think that social media is here to stay for sure. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's going to be for sure the future. Hundred percent of everything of yeah. advertising of recruiting of yeah. budgeting and whatever. I think not not necessarily hundred percent. You know, relevant to this topic, social media and how you present yourself. I guess it kind of is, but I think a lot of a lot of people, especially in the trades and just younger people in general, that are looking for a career that you know that they're gonna stick with. They're not necessarily looking for the, you know, it's not all about the pay and mm-hmm. the salary. It's about, it's obviously partially about that. You need to be <laughs> making sure that, right. that you have a business that can compensate people what they're worth, but it's about quality of life and it's about what, what is that day to day like? That's really true because if you are just being hired by, hired by some mega corporation, they can tell you like, oh yeah, we have a family atmosphere and it's so nice, yeah. but they have no way to show it. But if you show... Yep. all of this content that you've created and you're like, no, like, listen, we, we, yeah, this is how we do things. We, we live and die by our, our morals and our, yeah, whatever. We, you and can see it day, in our videos. Yeah. We're, and we're all, it's a small company, so we're all working together and, you know, and that's at the end, of, I'm out there. I'm, I mean, I'm at least half the time in the van, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there. Like I want to have an environment that's fun. That right. is, rewarding that isn't you know just like just beating me down at the end of the day that's not what it's about so I think that is something again it's it's just like everything else it's a story that you need to tell through your social media mm-hmm. you can tell it a bunch of different ways and everybody has a unique story but you need to identify what what it is about your company ask yourself why would anybody want to work here that, yeah. That's important. <laughs> People like, I think there's an old school mentality of like, I can't find anybody to want to work for me. And it's like, all right, well, you know, what's the job position? Oh, well, it's manual labor, 
15 hours a day. All right, well, what do you pay? Uh, $12 an hour. You got to you gotta work for anything higher than that. You got to show me <laughs> what you're worth. And it's like, uh, okay, you, you're having a hard time finding people. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Yes. So that that is, it's very similar to finding the right clients, finding the right employees. And for some companies, your social media might want to be more dedicated towards just recruiting. And I think that's kind of where Cascade is. A lot of times they are really good at portraying that like fun atmosphere. Oh, they're so the camaraderie. good. Camaraderie. Yeah. It and, seems so um, great to work there. If you're in the Washington area. Yeah, I'd probably work for them. It wasn't yeah. for all the rain all the time. So horrible. <laughs> but anyway, uh, love the question. <laughs> love Thanks, those Cascade. guys up there. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we go to our next question? We should, which okay. is our, the first the first call into our hotline. Yeah. Well, not the first, but the, first the most one, legitimate yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> we pranked a lot of people to call into our hotline because we thought it was hilarious. And it was. Yeah, yeah it was pretty All fun. Right, so let's, let's okay. first call. This is from Levi. Hey, Sean. It's Levi with TC Decks out of Utah. Hey, I'm uh, loving the podcast. I appreciate the content you're putting out. I'm just wondering with uh, with all the effort that you're putting into you know social media and uh, and YouTube and stuff, is it is it worth it for you as far as uh, gaining new clients? Or uh, I guess my main question is is what percentage of your bills comes from the social media and things that you put out as compared to uh, other outlets like uh, you know Google searches and things like that? So. Anyways, uh, again, I'm a I'm a big fan of your work. I uh, appreciate what you guys are doing. Thank you. All right, appreciate that, Levi. Thank you for calling in. Really being like the first <laughs> caller into the hotline. Yeah. Catherine, can we, can we get that number up so I can just I can say it yes. out loud so we can get some calls for the next? Can you see it, or do you want me to read it? I can't know. The number is yeah. There you go. Three four seven nine four one three nine two three. Did you have a pencil? Do you need to write that down again? I'll say it again. It's three four seven nine four one three nine two three. So yeah, call us, uh, leave us a message, and we'll uh, you know we'll we'll wrap about it on the air. But yeah. Levi, we do really appreciate your call, and we kind of went into this a little bit. Yeah. But the the amount of effort and emphasis that we're putting on social media and content creation, it's not just about the you know getting the right client. It's kind of an what I would say an auxiliary benefit of how much content we're creating. The more you're out there, the more leads you'll get, the more picky you can be about the leads that, you know, you want to pursue. Yeah. So that is a benefit of it, but Yeah, think about it more as like putting your name out into the zeitgeist and just you'll you'll get returns from that. I never what is, what does that mean exactly? The zeitgeist? Yeah, I've heard that term. It's just like collective it knowledge. Oh, it's just like, like into the ether. Yeah. Like, oh, do you, okay. like, what's Nike's logo? Or what's Nike's Swoosh. slogan? Just do it. You just know that. You don't have to see it. Oh, it's part of It's the... just like part of your, it's part of your brain oh, okay. and you just kind of know it. That's the zeitgeist. It's just. Okay. When people think of like <laughs> deck building, they think of Premier Outdoor. They, you know, you just got to like. That's the goal. That's, that's the 100%, goal. Yeah. 100% the goal. <laughs> that's <laughs> manifesting. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like you just put it out into the ether and then yep. that's how I think of social media. You just put effort into it. And I mean. It is very easy to get bogged down in the numbers and analytics and that kind of stuff. But yeah. as a whole, you create the best content that you create. <laughs> yeah. You put it onto the zeitgeist, and I feel like we. Well, hold on. Let's let's finish answering Levi's okay, sorry. questions. I distracted. got distracted. <laughs> I got which is totally par for the course for <laughs> me. But there's there's a certain I think they call it the law of diminishing returns. I don't know where I pulled that out of, but that's definitely a thing. Did you go to business school? I think I might have partially um, majored in that for like half a semester. <laughs> but there is a point where, you know, you can create a bunch of content and you'll be seeing progressively larger returns from that. But then it reaches a point where, you know, you can only generate so many leads where the amount of content you're creating is kind of uh, cumbersome to your real goal, which is for some people just building the projects, but mm -hmm. we've kind of transitioned into a point. I'd say we've transitioned, but we're also still in a process of transitioning where we want to create more content. Mm -hmm. um, so we have kind of taken a step back to, to go to the next level of creating content where 
it's going to be a bigger part of our revenue. So we are, you yeah. know, we do have some sponsorships. We do have um, ad revenue coming in from uh, YouTube now, a little bit from Instagram. So that's that's really what, um, that's part of what we're trying to pursue. And that's really just because I love making the content. I yeah. love building really cool stuff. And if we can make money off of some of the content creation, it gives me more artistic freedom to like spend an extra day or two or week or two sometimes on a project if I come up with a really cool idea. So there is a point where the content creation, if you're just looking to build your business in the traditional sense of charging a client, making money off of that, doing the project, there is a point where those returns will be kind of diminishing and you'll be spending too much time on content creation and it won't be worth it. So it, it really kind of goes back to those two different ways that you can pursue it. If you mm-hmm. want to really dive into content creation, you can go that route, but you're going to need to, at a certain point, find additional avenues of revenue. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, I think the way of the future is just figuring out a way for your you to exist on the internet in no, like no matter what, a job you're in existing on the internet in some kind of way is going to be profitable, whether it's getting leads or if you are a master plumber and you start doing classes on YouTube or whatever your trade is and you start doing classes. I think that existing on the internet is just in the end, if you put enough focus and time and effort into it, it's going to be profitable on the internet. I I agree. Um, The only thing I'll say is I, I think there's a lot of people sometimes people will come to me and like we've had what I would say a a mild amount of success on social media. I mean, we're not, we're not the Kardashians. We're not, we're not famous. We're a lot of people that build decks and patios know who we are, but that's not like something to really hang your hat on. It's not that (laughs) cool, but it's very cool. It's so cool. It's really cool. But there are people that come to me that like, kind of like want that like clout of like, Hey, I want to be like recognized for my work. We do really cool work, and uh, it's like, yeah. it's like, all right. What That's you're not the way to for, look at it. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Because <laughs> if anything, you're just gonna get people that say you suck oh. and you're the worst. <laughs> yeah. So like, the people that I would really encourage to go into that, like, go down that path of content creation and like really take it as far as you can go. You have to do it because like you love that creative part of it. If, yeah. you're, if you're going after it, like, I just want people to, like, think I'm cool and I right. want people to see how awesome our work is. That is a futile task because <laughs> you will, people are going to be brutal to you. Yeah, no, that and is And you're not going to be fulfilled. True. So, yeah. like, the reason we decided to go down it was because I, I just, it was so fun to me to make videos and it's another, like, you know, it's a creative aspect of it, but it's also yeah. a cool challenge to like see what videos work really well. Yeah. And it's we just ha- we just have so much fun making the videos. And even yeah. now we have like, even Anthony at first, when I first started working here, Anthony was like, ugh, this social media stuff. We, you know, I just want to build a deck. But now Anthony is like the king of content and he loves thinking of how to create videos. <laughs> and it's like, it's turned into this fun thing for all of us to be like, He's like this is going to make a great TikTok or this is going to make a great Instagram like video. Like it's fun. Viral content. Our two yeah, most no, yeah. popular <laughs> pieces of content on TikTok and Instagram between the two those two videos on those two platforms. Yeah. We got to be close to 30 million views or yeah. something like that. Just on those two I think both videos are like 10 seconds long. Yeah. And and it came to us he's like, "I have this cool idea for a video. We'll do this." And I'm like, Especially the last time I was like, yeah. I don't know how much I love this idea, but <laughs> I want to encourage this type of behavior and this thought <laughs> process. Boom. As soon as we post it. Yeah. Within two days. Well, it's, it was only two days ago. It's got yeah. 3.1 million views on TikTok. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that's just like, it's part of, it's, it's almost like a treasure hunt. Like you yeah, don't know what just, is going to do really fun. well. <laughs> it's fun. So if you're just looking at it just to make money you're probably not going to be successful because you're going to have to put so much work into it Yeah, that it's going to, you're going to reach a point where it's like, I can't justify this much work because the money hasn't started coming in yet. Yeah. And if you just want to build your business, you're going to reach a point where it's, you're doing too much content and you're not 
having a direct impact on the amount of clients that you're getting and the amount of jobs that you can build. So there yeah. is, it, it's such a vast world of opportunity. You have to pick where you want to go, what type of business you want to run. And I guess that's, should we, is yeah. that where we'll leave it for this week? I think, I know. I feel like I could talk about this forever. I know. Maybe we revisit this into like specific ins- like specific apps. Maybe people want to hear that. Let us know if you want yeah. us to go into like more specific yeah. app like type of whatever. Facts or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I think we're at our happy hour, so Yeah. So next week, um Christmas is in two days. Next yep. week we are going to do for the <laughs> new year, which I know you're really excited <laughs> I'm about. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Um we're going to do an entire episode on setting goals and doing it in a way that's, I guess, manageable. Yeah. I like to like really, really like teeter that edge between like a realistic goal and one that's just like so huge that it's like almost impossible. Yeah. I just, I love like, I love New Year's. I think it's such a fun experience to like... It just feels like you're shedding an old version of yourself and you get to like think of your new year ahead and plan different things and set different goals. I I think it's going to be great. I love it. I'm very excited for it. So make sure you call that hotline, which the number is... uh, 347-941-3923. And we will, uh, you know... Really, it's it'll kind of be a free for all. Whatever, if it's about goals, if it's about you know, <laughs> whatever, it, we can. I think yes. we can tie it together into goals and setting goals for the new year and intentions or whatever. Maybe, yeah, maybe people should just let us know what their goals are that we can yeah. steal them or yeah, modify them ourselves. So <laughs> until next week, this has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. <laughs>